Nave Huyo, fucking daddy. Welcome to Sylvan Sane's Keep Up, episode 38. We're killing two birds while we're stoned. I definitely smoked a fat-ass blunt before I got here, so don't bear with me. Blunt with me. That's what you gotta do. The old go- good old adage, there ain't no brunch without a blunch. So, uh, Yule Tidings, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Ho-Ho. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Chinese New Year coming up. Happy uh, Ramadan. Happy all those good things, guys. Uh, I love the holidays. I don't give a shit. To be honest, it's a freaking thing. I don't think it's like... Uh, it, it's come beyond a a religious thing. It used to be more of a religious thing. Now, to me, it's more of an American marketing thing. But that's cool because that's what most American traditions are. They are marketing schemes. I was talking to some people about diamonds and engagement rings. And to be honest, the person who says it the best is Adam ruins everything. That dude says everything awesome. He's on True TV. Some of his YouTube clips are up there. And uh, he totally tears down a lot of things like the mattress industry. And uh, the particular thing I'm talking about is engagement rings, saying that De Beers owned over 90% of the saturation of the market. And they came up with that ad campaign of buying a diamond ring and being a party, like two paychecks, three paychecks. I forgot. It's more than that now. And to be honest, like when you, when you're spending over eight grand on a ring, over 60 grand on a wedding, and God knows how much on a honeymoon, and then you have to go put a down payment on a house, or you already have that saved up, I guess, or an aunt, an uncle, a mom, a dad, a grandparent paid for your shit. But that ain't all of us. Uh, to be honest, if you ain't if you ain't down with all that uh, that that wealth coming your way, uh, if you're just like the rest of us. You're probably getting divorced. You're <laughs> you're probably gonna go broke. You're probably gonna need a second and third job. You're gonna end up having an affair because you don't spend enough time with your husband or wife. So uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. But what do we get anyway? But that, that's not what I'm saying. It's not that I don't believe in the sanctity of anything. I'm just I'm just whatever, man. I try to pick sides, but when it comes to marriage, man, I don't know why we still do it. I know that some people, I'm not ban, and I wouldn't ban anything, but I don't know why it's so encouraged. Marriage, marriage fucks a lot of things up, man. Again, if if anything else in this world failed 60% of the time, we would stop doing it. If a bridge fell down 60% of the time, six out of ten times, we would stop building that shit. But no, marriage, we just keep stocking our eggs in the basket, and here we fucking are. But like I said, merry fucking christmas happy holidays episode 38 keep up killing two birds while stoned happened this week and let's check that out via my gmail when i you know when i send stuff to my social media manager shout out to maria but anyway I hate fucking Christmas albums. I like Christmas songs. Isn't that funny? I like Christmas songs, but I hate fucking Christmas albums. You say to yourself, still insane. You fucking idiot. Isn't that the same thing? No, it's not. No, it's not. My favorite song of all time is Wham! Uh, This Christmas. 
And then, of course, Mariah Carey. I know that's a little uh, played out now. But I liked it when it first came out. So I don't know if that counts. Does that count? It probably does. But anyway, uh, I like Christmas songs. I love Christmas songs. Even if, No, I don't like Baby It's Cold Outside. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if it's political or not. It sucks as a song to begin with. It's creepy and it sucks. Fuck that damn song. So I hate Christmas uh, albums. And I, I feel like, uh, I've said this before, I, I feel like people's uh, career is going down the fucking tube when they end up making a Christmas album. So once you hear little uh, Yachty, or you hear, uh, or even if you hear uh, my man Mac Miller from The Dead, maybe he will come out with a Hanukkah album and it'll be like Tupac. You're like, oh my God, is Mac Miller really alive? Like, you never know. Speaking of which, uh, Pete Davidson and even Kanye, we talked about that before. These guys are going off the hinge. Ariana Grande went to go visit Pete Davidson and he turned him down, turned her down. He was on Twitter saying that he didn't want to live anymore. So he had people trying to reach him and shit. So on SNL, Ariana Grande tried to visit. He wouldn't let her in. So that's some real deep depression shit, man. Because I would want, oh, damn, I, would, I definitely would want to smash Ariana Grande. I'd definitely be like, well, I don't think the depression would be over. Depression can't cure that shit. It really sucks. Uh, shout out to the people dealing with that on an often basis. I get depressed every once in a while. But I make sure that I clarify that I am not uh, diagnosed with depression. That is a huge difference. It is something you can't cure. And to be honest, you can't uh, cure being depressed either. Uh, you can get out of it. You can... Uh... Hold on. Let me let me message my social media manager. She, she asked a very pertinent question. See, we haven't... Uh... We haven't published this episode yet. And, uh, yeah, we haven't uh, published this episode yet. So she asked me if it's two birds while stones or stoned. And obviously that's a clear difference. And, yes, it's a holiday-themed episode. Thank you, Maria, for staying on top of it. We got you, girl. We got you, girl. So the next thing, uh, mistletoes. My mother has a mistletoe, not a mistletoe. It is a is a frog in a uh, little frumpy, little uh, like court jester outfit in purple velvet, and uh, he stands right over this little doorway. And mistletoe, if you're not familiar with the I guess Christian Catholic version of Christmas, German, Germanic, whatever origin you want to subscribe to. But uh, yeah, it's supposed to, you're supposed to kiss somebody basically when you're under it. It's kind of customary. And uh, I feel like men, I feel like men came up with that. Definitely a man. Definitely a dude. We are fucking gross and we definitely get rapey. And mistletoe is one of those. Mistletoe for the mistle, mistletoed for the mistletoe, for the camel toe. It all it all leads, guys. It's all a circle of life, and it leads to the holiday parties. Uh, people are people really don't want to give up being racist. They really don't. Uh, again, being racist doesn't mean that you're sticking German shepherds on me. That doesn't mean that you're trying to hose me down like in the '60s or you're spitting in my face in a fucking 
uh, trying to make my life segregated. But no, no, no. It means when you don't. It also means when you don't try to have respect for me and my culture. And if I don't want to say Merry Christmas or if I don't want my and I don't even give a shit to be honest. I love Christmas. Christmas is number one for me. So, but I understand that other people don't. So why am I going to say Merry Christmas to everybody if not everybody celebrates it? That's kind of not only is it rude, it's just weird. It's just like if somebody said to you like, uh, "Happy Ramadan." Have your Ramadan while it's going on twice a year. What, what, like, why would you come up to somebody that doesn't celebrate it? So you're just obnoxious because you think that it's customary because you live here. No, the beautiful thing about America is you can be customary whatever the hell you want to be customary for. I say that we mostly come together on marketing stuff because that's, to be honest, the American way. Like, if that doesn't have uh, dollars, it doesn't make sense. But yeah, so the Starbucks cup, all that good shit, people just want things to be suited towards them and their ideals. And they can't come up with a solution that that benefits everybody. And I'm down with that. And so holiday parties are just called holiday parties. I'm down with that. My mother, her coworkers, they're teachers. And they wanted to protest and give it back to Christmas. And that anybody that wanted a holiday party, they should go do that themselves. So... It's a good thing that these teachers, these baby boomer teachers, are promoting that uh, kind of segregated uh, shit. But I don't stand for that. And if I was in her school, I would, uh, I'd give a little fucking smackdown. I'd give a fucking stone cold stunner to one of those fucking teachers. Fucking Chuck Norris roundhouse kicked them to the face. Now I'm joking. Uh, New York City. Not New York City. Woof. I always think New York City is a state because we're just so dope. And people get really mad at that. When I was upstate, this person, I was in uh, Bestel, New York. And she was talking about Chicago. And I was joking around because she said second city. And I was like, there's a reason why there's a second city and then there's who's number one. And she didn't want to admit it because nobody really wants to admit that New York is number one to a New Yorker. But when they're behind closed doors, they know what the fuck is up. They know. They know New York. And even if they don't prefer it, they know that we're number one in many things. And even at sucking. Even like with our New York teams, we do it in New York style. So fuck all you guys. Uh, Josh Gordon. (laughs) My kickball team. I know you guys love hearing about them. Uh, They kept arguing with me. My kickball team kept saying to me that and I love giving people the benefit of the doubt, but Josh Gordon is a lost cause. I love that dude. He's a great, talented football player. But part of being, uh, especially in the NFL, it's about being durable and being available. And Josh Gordon is not that. He has missed so many games within the last four seasons due to suspensions. And that's a once... I don't get it. When you're in a job, usually when you get caught with drugs and shit like that, you lose your job and you have to go and move on to another job. Uh, in the NFL, you do not have to do that, I guess. I guess you can just, like, uh, be a rehab patient while you are working in the NFL. Cool. But whatever. I'm all about the second chances, as long as, like, for everybody. And Josh Gordon seems to be getting that so far. So he got released. No, he didn't get released. My bad. Sorry, that was misinformation right there. He uh, got indefinitely suspended. So I'm sure he'll get released at some point, or his deal will run out. He, he was owed $785 million. But uh, it's weird that his employer is so 
against it. But they also said that he had he did other things. There has been reports that he uh, he failed, missed multiple drug tests, and for multiple uh, barbiturates, multiple narcotics. So that sucks. So I hope Josh Gordon gets better. But anyway, they kept arguing with me in the group chat, and they kept like trying to be like, "No, Pat's," and they picked him up, and and he was, he was doing well. He was they he was shaking me up a little bit. But uh, the forty-one receptions, pretty dope, pretty dope, killing it. Was not doing, not too shabby, not too shabby. But I knew, I knew addiction could rear its ugly head. And because we're all superficial and we were all rooting for fantasy sports, it is a fantasy. Fuck you if you're thinking that I, I, uh, I'm trying to root against his demise. I mean, for his demise, but I'm not. It was more the fucking kickball team. They just, I hate the Pats. So I was just like, I knew it was kind of a dumb move. Cause I knew it was a risk, and I knew that like, I'm not gonna lie. Like if I was a Patriots, I would think about it too at least. <laughs> but yeah, Josh Gordon did not prove me wrong in this situation. He definitely stayed in true Josh Gordon form, and now he's out and he's definitely suspended again. So that sucks. But again, New York State Cuomo. I did not vote for him. I voted for. Cynthia Nixon in the primary, and then I voted for Larry Sharp against him as well as the Libertarian candidate. I'm not even, I don't know, Libertarians are okay. They're all right. Again, Libertarians are great until they have to pay for something. Unless it's a fucking wall. Holy shit, they, they, they freaking built up $12 billion so far, I think. No, I'm joking. $12 million uh, for a wall. <clears throat> And they want to put it towards that. I guess that will create like a little fence uh, area uh, with that $12 million. But unless they come up with five, and they're all proud of each other for this, and especially the libertarian community, when there's like no drinking water in Flint and there's uh, things going on throughout the country, education is down, so many things. But yet they want to build a wall. Even though there is ice just breaking down people's walls today, even though there's all types of immigration mechanisms. Now, the only thing, 40% of illegal aliens are actually people that overstayed their visas. So it's not even people that are like jumping over the wall. Like 40% of them are that. And so that boosts up the number a lot. So we have to do something about that. I knew one of my friends, she was going to overstay her visa, but she did not eventually. And I'm sure I know many people like that. But who, who's to say that I wouldn't do that in a, in a time of crisis? And so people were just like, oh, they should stop being pussies and fight for their rights or where they are and not try to feed off our country. You are such a dick. You were definitely not for, you're definitely not American. American means that we're all in this together. That doesn't mean that, like, only some of us are together. No. We need to find out solutions that benefit us all, not just you, Hick Rick. What the fuck? Did I hear this week? And uh, fuck you next, Ariana Grande. Uh, last week, uh, Michael Ra- Rappaport uh, said that Ariana Grande... Actually, let's play it. Why not? Yo, It's pretty funny. Let's see if we can find it. Michael Michael Rappaport, Ariana Grande. Okay. I don't know. Nah, 
This morning's national news is that Cardi B and her boyfriend, Offset, have broken up. Who gives a fucking shit? Cardi B announced this on Twitter, social media. Why? Grieve. What about grieving? Yesterday's national news was that Pete Davidson is complaining about being bullied on social media. I thought you had big dick energy, Duke. And you're whining and complaining about being bullied on social media? That ain't BDE. I was warned, don't say anything about Ariana Grande. Her fans will come after you. You think I'm worried about those 14-year-old freaks? Ariana Grande, you could try to bat your eyes at somebody else. I ain't impressed. You got your Pete Davidson tattoo covered up with a Mac Miller tattoo? What the fuck, Ariana Grande? Why the fuck do I know that you have a Pete Davidson tattoo who obviously doesn't have a big dick energy bone in his body covered up? With a Mac Miller R.I.P. tattoo. I don't give a fuck about any of it. I'm not impressed. My God. Yo, Michael Rappaport is my fucking hero. He just said everything I needed to say. I don't even know why I needed to say anything. There was nothing to say. <laughs> uh, no, Michael Rappaport said that Ariana Grande looked like a 12-year-old. He doesn't see what everybody sees. I think she's hot. But I don't think 12-year-olds are hot. So I don't know, man. I'm going to have to disagree on that one with him. But he uh, he said everything I needed to say. Cardi B and Offset at Rolling Loud. Offset did some toxic behavior and tried to get her back on stage while she was working. We've all done that as toxic males. Uh, if you didn't, you're probably gay. <laughs> I'll probably get in trouble for that one. But anyway, so yeah. And then Cardi B went and got some dick in Puerto Rico from him got a little sexcation they're not getting back together a lot of people are outraged i guess and but i love gossip I, i'm not i'm not with uh i'm not with the michael rapaport on that and to be honest uh michael rapaport would not have a job without gossip so i'm sure that was for the rave everybody says things for for uh shock value i'm a shock jock so is michael rapaport actually joe button joe button getting engaged to sin santana Love and Hip Hop, they did that in the live episode of their Town Hall edition of the Joe Button Podcast on Spotify. You can't even listen to it on Google Play, I mean, uh, Google Podcasts anymore. But yeah, no, Michael Rappaport took a lot of flack for that. Cardi B's been taking a lot of flack for the Offset situation. A lot of people think it's contrived. Like I said, Royal and Loud, they made a statement saying that they didn't even uh, know that what was going on, even though they, they, they let Offset get on stage. And I got into an argument with somebody with Joe Button and Sintantana. That is Joe Button's new fiance, and they're both on Love and Hip Hop. And Joe Button talks about her all the time, and they have sex problems. And I don't see why you would get engaged to someone that you don't feel like fucking. And I know they're having a baby, they have a one year old, but like, there's a difference between procreating and like loving your woman. And if you're losing that fire, dude, like, uh, maybe it's because you're old. I get it. But uh, I, because I, to be honest, you become a little more asexual when you get older. I'm not going to lie, even for myself. But I don't think that's an excuse, dude. What, like, come on, man. Come on, dog. Come on, Joe Button. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, she said it's not done yet. What a bitch. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, all good.
getting distracted, guys. Getting distracted. So yeah, I I guess why why would you why would you be engaged to someone you don't want to fuck anymore, or that you want to fuck less? That's too early. That's way too early to not want to fuck somebody. And she's she's very cute. She's pretty thick, but she's very cute, and she's definitely thicker than him. He's very skinny, Joe Button, and he's one. Of, he's definitely my favorite podcast, actually. And I'm and it was cool. It was, but shout out to them. It's cool. Uh, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. They definitely bought a diamond, but he can afford all that shit. Most of us can't, but we'd be front in front in front in front in. You be fronting. Who be fronting? No, you be fronting. Stop it. No, no, no. You be fronting. Did I just watch? And uh, we're going to skip this week's release radar. I don't really feel like listening to music on this podcast today. But next week we will. Next week. And we'll have, we'll play my rewind from Spotify of 2018. It'll be my most played songs. We'll get a little snippets of those to commemorate the new year. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. But anyway, um, or happy holidays, everybody. Also, we are still in the uh, the Hanukkah spirit as well. I saw Aquaman, and I was supposed to see Into the Spider-Verse and a very Deadpool Christmas, but I did not yet. But luckily, I did see Aquaman, because that, god damn, that shit was so good. Is it, nothing will ever beat The Dark Knight, don't get me wrong. Dark Knight is still the premier DC movie ever. It topped a lot of really cool Batman movies, all that. Uh, yeah, it's better than the Superman movie, so it is firmly, it's better than Wonder Woman, way better than Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was great. This is, this is out of control, and Jason Momoa, he's a star. He's got it. He's got what it takes to, to bring us into, bring back those rock movies and type shit like that, but we'll see. He's, a, he's the perfect action star. He is something that people, we will, we have been waiting for. The special effects were out of this world. Uh, Amber Heard was super hot. She was okay. Nicole Kidman was fucking amazing. Patrick Wilson was a perfect villain. The like I said, being underwater and it was just great. The story was on point. Loved it. Loved it. Absolutely fantastic movie. Definitely heavily recommended. It. It's making buku money right now. Over five hundred million dollars already worldwide. You need to see it. Uh, it's definitely a great standalone movie. Definitely the best standalone when it comes to the Justice League. Not the... I don't count... Like I said, I don't count uh, my man Christopher Nolan's movies. He... Those were regular movies. I don't I don't consider those superhero movies. So the way he did it, it was just regular film style. Now, like, you see the difference with DC and Marvel and... And even Sabrina, which had their holiday special, Midwinter's Tale, which was really good. You need to watch that on Netflix, episode 11. But yeah, man, so next week I'll watch with my cousin Harry, who mixes the show, a very Deadpool Christmas and Into the Spider-Verse. And let's move on. What the fuck? Did I fucking go? And that is an understatement. I went to Binghamton, New York. And uh, when and the moral of that story is when your guest room is too nice, you know the husband sleeps in it often. Uh, yeah, dude, I went to go visit my really conservative friend. 
he uh very conservative like beyond and i know he views me as very liberal but i don't know man who knows but his his life is a little twisted he's really cool but like i said he is your typical he thinks he lives in like i don't know he thinks he lives in the woods and he doesn't he does live upstate but he thinks he lives in the fucking woods like a little patch of grass means that he lives in the woods he loves hunting. He doesn't want any of his gun laws changed, even if there's mass shootings and shit. He's one of those people, man. He calls people libtards. One of those people. So I went to go visit him, of course. And his friends, I've deleted them many times on Facebook. They were all giving me the death stare. So I was going to a surprise birthday party, and his wife invited me. And we were on Facebook, and she did this little Facebook group. So everybody saw me, like, comment and shit. And one of the people said, why did you invite him? He's such an asshole. He doesn't have respect for cops. Her husband is a cop. And we hit it off lovely, actually. We were great. And that just teaches you, do not fight for your fucking man. Don't try to be a cyber bully or a cyber thug for your man when he didn't ask you to. So she was defending her her husband, I guess, because I guess there was like a viewpoint or stance I had against corrupt and police brutality. Corruption and police brutality. And I guess that, you know, she thought that you know, nobody's allowed to speak ill of bad cops and that you're just allowed to just bunch them all together. And that's, I don't bunch them all together. So whatever. But, uh, Tara, oh, oh sorry. My friend's wife, she, he, she vouched for me and yeah, I had a great time. Hung out with her brother. He was fantastic. Shout out to him. Smoked a lot of weed. That was awesome. But yeah, they yeah they tried to make me feel uncomfortable. With some of his friends, and some of them are nice though. Some of them are nice. I we went back to my friend's house. He lives in like a log, a mini, a wannabe log cabin. His daughter is crazy. She's three, and she makes a lot of noise and has a lot of energy. But what three year old doesn't? He has a dog of Saint Bernard that doesn't just drool. He fucking loogies all over you. So I had black jeans and like a city slicker that I was. I was such a dick. But it was a fun time, man. I had a fucking blast. He is turning 30 on actually Christmas. He's a Jew turning 30 on Christmas. So that's pretty funny in my mind. It's pretty racist and funny at the same time. Don't you want to hit those kind of marks? And like I said, uh, I was in his guest room. It had Apple TV. It had a, be- it had a really nice comforter. And so uh, there was a candle going. Uh, it just looked too inhabited. So I just know that these people that live these suburban lives, I just, I, I figured it out. I figured it out. That the nicer the guest room, the more that the husband sleeps outside of the bed. So that means that in my mind, or in most people's minds, I think, who knows, I could be wrong. Don't, don't like go overboard with all the things I say, like as is gospel. Uh... That means they're not fucking that much. And I, and I, he didn't, I mean, I'm not going to say, yeah, he did tell me that they're not fucking that much. But anyway, that means most couples are not fucking that much. And to be honest, I really think that's an important part of marriage. I know that it doesn't have to be the full part of marriage, but you guys are fucking lying to yourselves if you think it's not a big part. Go fuck yourselves. Go tell that lie to someone else. But anyway, like I said, I had a great time. Um, I took the bus, missed, uh, I, they fucking overboarded it, and I ended up having taken a fucking coach. I was very cranky coming back. 
uh, like I said, the holidays are a big time for my family, so we're going to be doing all that type of shit, going to Jersey and shit like that. Uh, I can't wait to give my mom her present. I got her Rolling Stones tickets, and I got her coach bag. She's the number one person, and my grandmother. They're like my, my aunt. They're the people I love getting the gifts for the most. I like getting uh, gifts for my brother, too, to be honest, though. And my sister. I guess just maybe my immediate family and uh, my the women in my family. So that's cool. So we'll see. I'm definitely a gift giver. And I gave him a, a fucking vape. Uh, cartridge he loved that we were smoking tons of weed on this trip it was amazing and uh it's it's always awesome to know that your friends uh have kind of the same hobbies as you who doesn't love that but uh yeah let's uh fucking move on to what the fuck did i say you know what the fuck i said Dominic the Christmas Donkey Punch. That's all I have to say when it comes to fucking the holiday spirit. It's a holly jolly dick riding motherfucker out here. I can't help the poor if I'm one of them. I'd like to kill two birds while I'm stoned. Wouldn't you? Let's look at killing two birds with one stone. Or while stoned. Well, while stoned is for me. But even the original phrase, killing two birds with one stone, uh, the things that people like associate with this is hilarious. And I don't even know why you would want to do that. Is it biblical? I don't even know. I didn't really look it up that hard. Not going to lie, I only like, got up to like Urban Dictionary where you know my attention span led me. But uh, yeah, we all want to do that. So I like to help people. And I want to be rich at the same time. So I can't keep giving my money while I'm poor to people and expect to get rich. That just doesn't happen. It's like physically impossible. And I'm not trying to be one of those dickheads that try to be like, get rid of government programs and stop the welfare and all these immigrants are stealing our jobs. No, I'm not one of those fucking people. I am, though, someone that does not give change to people on the trains anymore. I used to. I, I used to give a lot. And then, to be honest, the recession hit, and I needed those damn quarters. I was looking at those quarters, and I was looking at uh, it's, yo, quarters. Whoa. You are bugging. You are bugging if you're giving people quarters because that's expensive, guys. Even pennies and shit like that now. I'd be looking like, hmm, I can get some duchess with this. Not the pennies, but, like, if, you know, add them all up. But anyway, 
I, uh, yeah, why can't we kill two birds while being stoned and not be poor? Not all be poor at the same time. Let's try to, like, get rid of that. Black Santa. I love Black Santa. I love Black Santa hats. They're really awesome. My mom has a hat, and it has black trim, and that's really cool, and it's like a naughty Santa hat. What I want is the white trim, but I want a black, like, main hat. Now, that's what I'm going to look for. And I saw one with Nightmare Before Christmas, and that was pretty cool, but it was a little much. I want something like a good black, and like, I'm de yeah, definitely black Santa. And maybe I've told this story before, but when I was three... My dad used to, uh, he would dress up in red and uh, thought that was cool, whatever. But um, I would celebrate Christmas at my grandmother's house and my mom would do the whole shebang. She would uh, put out the cookies and uh, do the, all the decorations and the tree. They would all be putting fucking ornaments together. And it was really a really nice time. I don't really get down with that. I used to. And it used to be a little more elaborate when we were kids. So the cookies were a big deal to me. I really thought Santa was eating those damn cookies in Woodside, Queens. And so I would go to bed and I would wake up and, you know, try to like look a little bit. You know, it was like three or four, I forgot. And I saw this, uh, I saw Santa Claus bent down with his, you know, his ass crack showing. And he had a brown ass crack. And it just, I was just startled a little bit. I, I, I was, uh, I was subjected to so much black, to, to so much white Santa, that I had no idea that there was a black Santa, and I was like, "Whoa!" And so my mom, in the morning, she goes, "Oh, Santa ate your cookies. Uh, aren't you excited?" And I go, "Yeah, no, definitely. I just, I just wish I knew that Santa was black." And my, and my mom goes, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, so I, I saw Santa eating the cookies. I really did, and and it's cool. Like I just didn't know he was black. That's really cool." And she, like, looked at my dad, and my dad's like, they were really good cookies. <laughs> the the cat was out of the bag on that one. Fucking cliche, cliche. But uh, speaking of uh, my dad with uh, black freaking uh, uh, fictional characters, uh, when I went to the Civil Rights Museum, my favorite museum in the whole wide world, told this story before, but we're on episode 38, so you probably didn't listen to my whole catalog, so listen to this story right now uh i was really young and he was holding over my over his shoulders and uh this dude that was a pan it was a panhandler a panler or whatever he had uh rugs outside of the civil rights museum in uh, memphis tennessee awesome it had rosa parks bus it had the arkansas school ruby bridges all that good stuff ku klux klan gear things that are part of history and very vital to knowing so that we don't repeat this history. And I said that I didn't know Jesus was black. There was black Jesus on this thing. I was looking pretty pale myself. Had not that much uh, sun or pigment. And uh, he yelled at my dad, called, said that I wasn't a real nigger and all that kind of shit. Yeah, man. And it's not like that conversation that we, we, we just saw with Louis C.K. This guy is trying to kill his career with while being stoned, I feel. This guy said nigger in a fucking... He's a white guy saying nigger in a fucking interview. And he thinks because Chris Rock is in the room, my favorite comedian, and he thinks that... And Seinfeld did not touch it. Seinfeld's like, I do not find the humor 
in the word, and Chris Rock was just like having a field day. But I, you know, whatever, man. Chris Rock's around a lot of white people nowadays, and I don't blame him, man. Like when you're in these interviews, you want to be that dude. I don't know. I just I I don't even know how I would participate. I'm not Chris Rock, and I'm not giving him a pass. But I'm definitely not giving fucking Louis C.K. a pass. This guy was like saying with the R and everything, and. But also, I hope that you don't think that the trolls win on this one. Who fucking looked for that? Who fucking saw that and decided to like post that? I would if I saw that, I'd be like, I'd like tell a friend or something like that. Huh. So that sucks. Uh, speaking of stealing two birds while stone, stealing two PlayStations. I might have told this story, but again, we're on episode thirty-eight. Killing two birds while stoned. And you probably didn't listen to this. So listen up now. Keep up with this shit right now. My uncle steals my gifts all the time. Uh, If I have something really dope, if there's an accessory that's attached to it, he used to steal the whole thing. He used to try to steal my sneakers until I got a bigger uh, sneaker size than him. He stole my PlayStation 2, and I'll never forget that. I got a sports edition, and it had live, it had Madden. And this guy's like, in it, he, at the time, he was like in his 40s. And I was trying to get my groove on him in high school. Kevin Garnett was on the cover of one of them. I think Steve McNair was on the cover of one of the covers. It was old, man. PS2. PlayStation Part 2. And he gave, yeah, man, he switched mine with the regular one and he even told my aunt that he did not want the PlayStation. He even told her that. And then he had the audacity I don't even know if it's the audacity. Maybe I have the audacity to think that like yeah, most of the time I got clout, but when he has an opportunity to put his hands on the operation, he wins out, man. He wins out. So we weren't we weren't secret enough and I lost out, and I got the regular PlayStation. But it's cool. When I became a grown-ass man, I'd be hooking myself up now. So there you go, man. Now, now, my uncle, you helped me learn the art of treating yourself. And that's what I do. So, whatever, man. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, but yeah, man, stealing gifts is not cool, guys. Stealing gifts from FedEx or UPS, wherever you're stealing gifts from, that sucks. But you know what sucks even more? Regifting, and I'm gonna regift like three gifts this year. I don't like being regifted, and I don't like the theory of regifts. But my cousin got me a fucking uh, uh, a coin collector, and you you put it in its digital, and it 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 needs a, a fucking screwdriver, like a little mini screwdriver. So anybody that gives you a gift, guys, that needs. Another like it needs another purchase to make it operational. Tell them to turn that some bitch sideways and stick it up their fucking candy ass, because that is that I hate that shit. So it's getting regifted. It's getting sent somewhere else. I was in this uh, as seen on TV Christmas party at my job, and I gave some cool night goggle glasses. Night not night goggles. Sorry, I keep saying that. That would be way cooler. Uh, night vision glasses. Those uh, that you wear in the car. Uh, the person that got the job over me, she got a, a fucking potty stool and she put it over her shoulders and shit. Got shit all over her shoulders. No, I'm joking. I'm a little jealous. Not gonna lie. I wanted that job. But it's cool. She's doing her thing. I, I wish her luck. I congratulate her. 
I know she's going to kick ass. She actually is really cool. And she knows another one of my friends that I went to high school with. And she's really cool as well. So you got to have faith in that, man. And I also got a gift from my boss. And she got me like a whiskey glass with like a moose on it. So I planned to give it to the Jew up in fucking upstate New York. But I didn't get a chance to do that. So then I will be re-gifting this to someone else. And I hope this person's not listening to what I'm saying. So maybe she or he will. Who knows? But I don't want that fucking moose glass. So whoever heard this and gets the moose glass, sorry. Kind of sorry. But that's it for this episode, guys. And uh, please uh, follow me on Instagram. That's at Stillvinsane. Follow me on Twitter, at Stillvinsane as well. Stillvinsane3 on Facebook. Uh, keep up shut up nyc on facebook we're trying to change that uh oh sorry that's keep up nyc on instagram keep up shut up is on facebook we're trying to change that we're putting in an appeal process to make it just either keep up or keep up nyc again i'm starting a live show of this i might uh end the the single podcast format that i got going on right now uh you'll hear either co-hosts or you will hear uh, lots more guests. It will be, yeah, it will be more interactive. So uh, maybe I'll up the production and marketing uh, budget. We'll see. Uh, there's a lot of things that have to come in place. But I'm excited. So the next time uh, you will hear me, you will probably hear me while the new year is coming or going. Uh, either way, happy new year, happy fucking holidays. I'm all about the, the Christmas spirit. I'm all about whatever spirit you want to be a part of. I'm so, so with it. Uh, my Italian Christmas is coming. I'm going to eat lots of seafood. I'm so excited about that. I'm so excited about, again, even the other holidays that people celebrate, the food that they make, the music that they make. I just love it, man. I know that you think, I know you guys think I'm like the most pessimistic person of all time. I probably am. But I like Christmas. And it's weird because like my parents always get me Grinch shit. I got I got I did get a Grinch thing for one of my little baby cousins, so Merry Christmas, bitches, and a happy holidays. You better shut the fuck up, listen up, and keep up with Stove Insane. Over and out, homies. <laughs> <laughs>